Welcome to another edition of Darkest Nightmare. I'm your host, Grandpappy. We deal only in true stories here, nothing made up, which only makes what you're going to hear even more disturbing because it really happened to real people, folks just like you and me. Before we begin, I'd like to remind you to please subscribe to our podcast if you enjoy this type of content. Dark tales of true crime, mystery, human misfortune, and the supernatural. We have a website which you can find at www.darkestnightmare.com. That's www.darkestnightmare, just one long word there, dot com. There you'll find photo galleries of the actual people and places we've discussed on our podcast. Some of the images are crime scene photos, which may disturb some viewers. So if you're sensitive to such images, discretion is advised. Okay, without further ado, let's begin our journey. Today, we're going to cover a mysterious disappearance that to this day remains unsolved. So hang on and strap in. This is going to be a dark ride. Bobby Jamison, age 44, his wife Sherilyn, age 40, and their six-year-old daughter Madison lived in the town of Eufaula, Oklahoma. Eufaula is located in eastern Oklahoma, about 30 miles north of the city of McAllister. The city of Eufaula is located alongside Lake Eufaula, which is the largest lake in the state of Oklahoma, covering 102,000 surface acres. The family were living what appeared on the outside as a normal existence. Although the house they lived in was reportedly haunted, as per the family and verified by friends, the Jamesons had spoken to a local pastor about their belief that the home was inhabited by dark spirits and had even requested the possibility of an exorcism. This was due to the fact that their daughter, six-year-old Madeline, had begun speaking to an imaginary friend whom she called Emily. Sherilyn had suspicions that Emily might actually be a demon. Bobby had gone so far as to inquire where he might buy some special bullets with which to shoot the evil spirits he believed were living on the roof of the family's home. Bobby had also purchased a copy of the Satanic Bible which he hoped would help in the battle against the evil spirits. In 2003, Bobby had been involved in a car wreck that left him with chronic back pain. Neither he nor Sherilyn worked. Both were receiving disability checks. Bobby from the back pain and Sherilyn from a mental disorder. 
In 2007, Sherilyn's sister died from a bee sting on her tongue. Her death had devastated Sherilyn, and afterwards, she suffered from bipolar disorder. Sherilyn's condition was poorly controlled, as she would often refuse to take her medication, and she would fall into bouts of deep depression. At one point, she was hospitalized after a failed suicide attempt. Sherilyn had a 12-year-old son named Colton from a previous marriage. The boy had been living with the Jameson family, but in July of 2009, her ex-husband gained full custody of their son through a court order. During the custody hearing, Colton testified that he would prefer to live with his dad, stating that his mother seemed very depressed and that she often acted strangely. The departure of Sherilyn's son worsened the Jameson family's already meager finances as she stopped receiving child support for the boy. Apparently, not all of their neighbors got along well with the Jamesons. Sherilyn believed that someone from their neighborhood had poisoned her black cats and went so far as to write graffiti on a storage container on her property stating that witches did not like it when their cats were killed, with an implication of payback hanging in the air. On October 8th of 2009, Bobby, Sherilyn, and Madeline, along with their dog Maisie, were seen loading up their pickup truck for a trip. They reportedly moved in robotic fashion and seemed almost to be in a daze as they carried out their task. They were heading into Oklahoma's Sandsbois Mountains to reportedly look into the purchase of 40 acres of property there. The Sandsbois Mountains are a small mountain range in southeastern Oklahoma and part of the larger Washita Mountains. It's a frontal belt of the Washita Mountains and is located in Haskell and Latimer counties in Oklahoma. The Jamesons were said to be planning to live in a large shipping container that was at the time located at their place in Eufaula. The family traveled 30 miles to an area called Red Oak. Bobby and Sherilyn visited an associate of the landowner to discuss the purchase of the acreage. And when the meeting was done, the family parked and went for a short walk. They strolled around for about 15 minutes. They then drove to another location near where they were considering buying and parked their truck and locked it. The family walked away from the truck and were never seen alive again. At first, family members weren't concerned about the Jameson's absence. They'd gone off the grid before, but had always shown back up. But not this time. On Saturday, October 17th of 2009, hunters on dirt bikes ran across the Jameson's abandoned truck in Latimer County, northwest of Red Oak, and called police to report the vehicle. Initially, the police assumed the vehicle to have been stolen as the report suggested the truck to have only been on the roadside for a few hours. Though later that day, the same hunter called back to confirm to police that he had seen it there abandoned for a number of days. Latimer County Sheriff Israel Beauchamp at first thought the truck had been stolen, 
but soon realized something far more serious had taken place. He ordered a large search operation and combed the area with over 400 volunteers, some on horses, mules, ATVs, 16 teams of cadaver dogs, and an unmanned drone. They found nothing. During the searches, the cadaver dog teams reportedly found scent near a nearby water tower, which was promptly drained, though no evidence concerning the missing family could be found there. Police searched the truck and found Bobby and Sherilyn's cell phones, $32,000 in cash, maps, a GPS, Sherilyn's purse, and both her and Bobby's wallets. In addition, they found the family's thirsty and malnourished dog, Maisie. The vehicle was in working order, had fuel, and had not been in an accident. The $32,000 in cash stuffed under the driver's seat was puzzling as the family was on disability benefit at the time. Was it to buy the land or something more sinister like a drug deal? In the truck, investigators found an 11-page hate letter from Sherilyn to Bobby. She said that he didn't care about his daughter. She listed all the things she hated about Bobby including that he was a loner and a hermit, and she wrote that she wanted a divorce. During their initial investigations, police found no signs of a struggle, either in the vehicle or on the soft ground around the truck. There was no blood and no broken glass, although garbage was strewn around the truck. On November 16, 2013, just 2.7 miles from where the truck was located, Deer hunters discovered the skeletal remains of two adults and one child. They were in the Smokestack Hollow area of Panola Mountain. The area was extremely remote and the three bodies were severely decomposed and the remains consisted of three skulls, a number of bones and bone fragments, the victim's shoes and some scraps of clothing. Forensic testing confirmed eight months later that the remains were Bobby, Sherilyn, and Madison Jameson. It had been four years since the Jamesons had vanished from their truck. When questions why the initial searches had found nothing, despite the size of the search parties, Assistant Special Agent of the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation told reporters falling leaves potentially obscured the bodies. Due to the extensive decomposition that had occurred in the four years since their disappearance, it was deemed impossible to determine a cause of death, though one of the skulls, that of Bobby, had a small hole that was initially suspected as being a bullet wound. Later, the police dropped this line of inquiry, but the hunters who found the bodies disagreed. The local sheriff's department and FBI agents spent months chasing down leads and questioning potential suspects, but all leads came to a dead end. Speaking after the disappearance, Sheriff Beauchamp summed it up, saying, A lot of investigators would love to have as many leads as we do. The problem is they point in so many different directions. The police found surveillance footage from outside the Jamesons' home. The video shows Bobby and Sherilyn walking back and forth 
around 20 times from their house to their truck, loading items in a zombie-like trance. Sometimes they weren't even carrying anything at all. At times, they stopped and stood with a vacant look on their faces. The odd behavior in the CCTV video suggests that drugs may have been involved, but with severe depression and paranoia looming large over the family, it's not hard to imagine that the house had a very heavy feel to it. When police checked the records of the mobile phone found in the truck, they found it had made an outgoing call to a voicemail on November 12th, though it would have been locked inside the abandoned truck at the time. The bodies discovered were so badly decomposed with no soft tissue left and with significant animal predation that a cause of death could not be determined. A hole that potentially could be a bullet hole discovered in Bobby's skull could also very well have been caused by animal activity. So, what happened to the Jamesons? Sheriff Beauchamp had thought that foul play was involved. But Beauchamp left the sheriff's department and the incoming sheriff, Jesse James, I'm not making that up, folks, that's his real name, Jesse James, told press when asked about the line of inquiry the case was following, quote, It's a very strange deal, you know, the way this case has unfolded. We're looking at a lot of things. A lot of things have crossed my mind. End quote. After leaving the sheriff's office, Beauchamp said, quote, Normally, you can go through an investigation and one by one start to eliminate certain scenarios. We haven't been able to do that in this case. With this family, everything seems possible. End quote. So, let's look at some possible scenarios of what might have happened to the Jameson family. Keep in mind that these are all speculation. None of these have been proven by fact up to this point. So, were they lost in the woods? Perhaps the Jameson family decided to go for a quick hike in the woods and lost their way and died from hypothermia. The trouble with this theory is that the bodies were found lined up, side by side, face down. It looked like they had been killed execution style. They were also three miles from their truck, and given Bobby's back problems, it was unlikely he would have been able to go walking that far in the hill country. Also, the Jameson's truck was parked in such a way that it appeared that they were leaving and someone had forcibly stopped them. Could this possibly have been a murder-suicide? Sherilyn was known to own a 22 caliber pistol that she carried with her in the truck. The coroner found a small hole in Bobby's skull that might well have been from a bullet, but neither Sherilyn nor Madison had any gunshot evidence. The gun has never been found. And if Sherilyn had used it to kill her family and then shoot herself, why hasn't the weapon been located? Perhaps it was removed by someone who came across it at some point in the woods. Were the Jamesons members of a satanic cult? Sherilyn's mother, Connie Cocatan, claims her daughter, son-in-law, and granddaughter 
were on an Oklahoma cult hit list. She had this to say, that part of Oklahoma is known for that, cults and stuff like that. From what I've been told and from what I've read, I was told that she was on a cult's hit list. Connie didn't provide the name of the alleged cult, nor have police found any links to one. So, could it have been a drug deal gone wrong? The area of Oklahoma where the Jamisons family lived, as well as the area they were hoping to move to in the San Juan Mountains, is well known for its drug activity. Namely, labs involving the manufacture of the drug methamphetamine. Bobby had recently reported someone in the local area for running a meth lab. In the surveillance video where Bobby and Sherilyn were seen packing their truck in a trance-like state, the two also looked thin, gaunt, and unwell. Drugs would also explain the large sum of money found in the Jameson's truck. Drug abuse could also explain the couple's erratic behavior. One theory is that the Jamesons came upon illegal drug activity, saw more than they were supposed to, and were killed to keep them quiet. But, if that's the case, why didn't the drug dealers search their truck and take their valuables? After a search of the Jameson home in Eufaula, police found no evidence that they were taking meth or any other illegal substances. There was no drug-related paraphernalia found in their home. So here's another theory. Did Bobby's father kill the Jameson family? The family had filed a protective order against Bobby's dad, Bob Dean Jameson, claiming that he had threatened to kill them over some business dealings. In the protective order filed in April of 2009, Bobby alleged that his father had intentionally hit him with a car on November the 1st of 2008 and that he was, quote, a very dangerous man who thinks he's above the law and that he was involved in prostitutes, gangs, and meth, end quote. Prior to his death, Bob Dean had a long-running feud with his son. It came to legal action when Bobby accused his father of reneging on an agreement to give him half the proceeds from the sale of a gas station he owned. Bob used to get Bobby to work at the gas station. Bob threatened the family, and there were also rumors he had connections to the Mexican Mafia. Bobby's father died two months after the family went missing in December of 2009 at the age of 64. Bobby's uncle, Jack Jamison, said that Bobby's dad was either in a hospital or rest home at the time of the disappearance and that he was a disturbed individual but not capable of murder. Even if he didn't commit the murders himself, did he pay someone to do the crime? Investigators said that Bob Dean had a solid alibi and dismissed him as a person of interest. Could the Jameson family have been killed by white supremacists? Prior to the Jameson's disappearance, a handyman and family friend called Kenneth Bellows stayed with the family. In August of 2009, upon finding out that Sherilyn had Native American heritage, Bellows' white supremacist leanings were uncovered. 
arguments between the two broke out that resulted in Sherilyn firing a 22 caliber pistol into the ground between his feet. Sherilyn pointed a gun at him and forced him to leave the house. The man had a solid alibi, so police dismissed him as a suspect, but it's at least possible he had true connections to white supremacists and that Sherilyn's name wound up on a hit list. Could the Jamesons have been kidnapped by pedophiles? Perhaps the family was kidnapped for the purpose of taking their daughter Madeline. When police examined Bobby's phone from the truck, they found a final picture of Madison that had been taken on the mountain right before they disappeared. Friends and family believe it was not taken by Madison's parents. In the picture, Madison is looking away from the camera. She looks very unhappy and she has her arms crossed. Family claimed that had the picture been taken by one of her parents, that Madison would not have looked so distraught. But it's debatable whether the photo proves anything. Children sometimes just don't want to have their picture taken and they can become sullen. Is it possible that witchcraft or possession was involved in their disappearance? Family's pastor, Gary Brandon, told police during the initial investigation that the family had been involved in spiritual warfare and that both Bobby and Sherilyn had told him they had seen spirits at their home. Sherilyn said the spirits of a long dead family lived with them. A friend of Sherilyn's told police that she sometimes conducted seances with Sherilyn, though Sherilyn took them much more seriously than she did. Sherilyn had also written graffiti on the storage container about her black cats being poisoned as she believed that someone from the neighborhood had killed her cats and witches did not like it when their cats were killed. Both friends and family agreed with the Jamesons that their house was haunted and a few have shared that they too experienced odd things inside the house. Nikki Shinold, Sherilyn's best friend, said, quote, But in all seriousness, that house was haunted. I don't want to sound crazy, but whenever I went there, I felt a horrible presence. I would leave feeling so down and depressed. End quote. At one point, Bobby asked the pastor whether he could obtain special bullets to shoot the spirits. He later said that he had consulted the Satanic Bible in order to rid the property of the evil presence. A witch's Bible was found in the house after their disappearance. There was an abandoned wreck of a vehicle that was found near where the family truck was found. It was used for shooting practice by locals and it was covered in Satanic graffiti. No acceptable answer has ever been found as to what exactly happened to the Jameson family on that fateful day. It remains one of the greatest mysteries in U.S. history. If you have any information regarding the disappearance of the Jameson family, please contact the Latimer County Sheriff's Department in Oklahoma at area code 918 465 4012. That's 918 465 4012. So that's our story for today. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you'll subscribe to our channel and never miss a new episode. 
Be sure and tell your friends and family about the channel so they can enjoy it too. Please be sure to join us on our next episode where we'll give you all the details on someone's darkest nightmare. Darkest Nightmare is researched and written by Zane Rankin. As always, I'm your host, Grandpappy. This audio may contain copyrighted material. Such material is made available for educational purposes only. This constitutes a fair use of any such copyrighted material as provided for in Title 17, Section 106A. Dash 117 of the U.S. Copyright Law.